Welcome to the Become New podcast with John Ortberg. We're in a series right now called Habit, where we're looking at the daily practices that shape the people we become. If you like this podcast, you can share it with a friend or give us a review wherever you're listening. That will help us spread the word. For more resources, visit becomenew.me. Now here's John. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it somehow. And today is one of those somehow days. I think about a friend who has um, been a part of the prayer ministry for our little community together, the Fellowship of the Withered Hand, and has prayed for many of you. And uh, I just got word has now uh, has been battling with a disease and has come home and gone into hospice. And so we walk together with you. Uh, and we seek to experience lament and sorrow and question and pain and gratitude and rejoice and not to live in despair. So in a way that is not at all glib and that embraces the sorrow as well. This is the day. And it's possible somehow because we do it together and because we pray for each other and we lift each other up. I think of another young couple that I talked to just a couple days ago. They have a child that's four and one that's three and one that's less than a year old, and they're just facing such exhaustion. And I remember those days. And, And trying to live with sleep deprivation is not an easy way to rejoice, but we rejoice together with you in those burdens. We we hold each other up. We are our lives are a mass of habits, and we're talking about habit formation, habit reformation. There was a study, the most famous longitudinal study and the most thorough that has ever been done on human flourishing and what enables human beings to uh, live a life of meaning and joy. It started back in 1938, 724 participants, uh, a number of them uh, young Harvard students, and then the other half uh, low-income people of about the same age from Boston. They track them through their whole lives. Uh, this study is now on its third generation of participants. It's now up to, I think, 1,300 people. They would uh, ask those Harvard guys and those Boston kids every two years about the details of their lives. Every five years, they would look at um, health data. Eventually, they were looking at DNA and brain scans to try to figure out what makes for a flourishing life. And after all of those years, the number one finding is that strong relationships make for a flourishing life, create human joy. It is a much stronger prediction than IQ or achievement or attractiveness or wealth. Go figure. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what makes for a strong life. And so as we're thinking about habits and habit formation, we want to think about what are the habits that create great relationships that enable me to love more people so that I become a more loving person habitually. That's just in my mind. There is a quiz that you can take. If you want to, you can go online uh, to measure something that the head of that Harvard study called social fitness, that just like we're all super aware of physical fitness, there's a kind of relational well-being. And he asked a number of questions. I'll ask you a few right now, and you can think about them to do a little assessment in your life and to look at where do you want to build relational habits? And then I will mention just a couple 
so that you can be filled with habitual love, both for God. How do I connect with God? Played that game with minutes today. God is with me right now. God is speaking to me right now through the beauty of this moment, through that little bird right there. And then how do I habitually learn to love the people around me? So here's a few of the questions that he asked. Uh, first, are you satisfied with the number of close friends you have in your life? And there is no right or wrong number. Folks will often want that to know how many am I supposed to have. But be really honest around this. It's often difficult for us to acknowledge loneliness in our day, even though it is an epidemic, because it feels like to say I'm lonely is to say I'm a loser. And of course, the truth is uh, I am a loser and I am lonely. That's not the whole truth about me, but it is truth. And then uh, another question is, am I comfortable starting a casual conversation with people. And uh, that one I had to say often, nope, I'm not. I'm very envious of those of you who do that easily and do that well. And I'm working on it. Uh, It's a wonderful gift to be able to have. But for me, that one's a stretch. And so things like developing the habit of asking people questions on that front is really good thing. Uh, Another question is, how many family members are you close to? Zero, one to three, four or more? And that's a question that I'm very grateful for those relationships where I can say yes and no deep pain where I have to say no. And I have both on that one. Another question that was really interesting was, how many people could you call on in the middle of the night for help? And as I was thinking about that question, I was thinking that kind of rings a bell. And then I remembered why. Jesus actually tells a story about this. This is in Luke chapter 11. Jesus said, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight, middle of the night, and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. Friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers. Jesus is kind of saying, can you imagine this? Don't bother me. The door is actually locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't give up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, Jesus says, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. For the one who asks, it is given. To the one who seeks, they find. For the one who knocks, it is opened. And Jesus here is teaching about a basic law of community. This is not just about prayer. Dallas Willard writes about this. This is about relationship. This is about community. We ask. When we demand, that divides. When we judge, manipulate, that divides. When we ask, it unites. Because it's a way to honor your will and your personhood. And so here's a habit that you can think about for today. When I need something... I will ask. When I'm confused or uncertain about what to do or wondering how a relationship is going, I will simply ask, asking in a way that lets somebody else know about my own heart and my vulnerabilities and my needs and my desires and my wishes. It's a way of letting people know about me. And it's a way of also honoring their will, honoring their little kingdom. Asking is the great law of the kingdom. It's the way community works. Community, Dallas says, Jesus' community is the community of prayerful love where asking is at the core. So today, 
A habit to work on is when I need something, I will ask. Instead of worrying, instead of stewing, instead of trying to be independent with it, I will simply ask. When I want to form a closer relationship with somebody else, I will observe carefully um, uh, what kind of relational connection honors them. I was thinking about close friendships. Uh, I have some people that I'm close to where eye-to-eye contact is something they love, and then other people where actually that's a harder thing for them, but shoulder-to-shoulder. C.S. Lewis used to talk about in some relationships we're face-to-face and in some we're shoulder-to-shoulder. We've got some relationships where being in the car together is good because then you don't actually have to look at the other person. Another little habit, I was reading John Gottman, the marriage researcher, cited a study that indicates that husbands who um, kiss their wives goodbye in the morning live, I'm not making this up, on average, five years longer than husbands or spouses who do not. So maybe you just want to cultivate the habit of saying to your spouse in the morning, kiss me or die. And the Gottman's talk about uh, uh, a kiss that lasts six seconds. Now, that can get a little bit legalistic. I had told Nancy about that, and when she was leaving this morning, I was kissing her goodbye. And then when it seemed like six seconds were about up, I stopped the kiss. My phone actually dinged at that moment because a text came through, although that's not why I stopped. But an answer immediately said, you stopped because your phone dinged. We had not gone six seconds yet. She was actually counting. So you don't have to be legalistic with this. You don't have to set a timer. Maybe you're not married. Find somebody else. Find a roommate. Find somebody to kiss. If not that, just somebody to have a daily connection with today. And have some way of expressing to them uh, uh, the love of your heart. Look for that habit stacking when it comes to your relationships. For example, where I am right now, we live in the cabana that's over there. And then I walk to my office, which is over there. It's 100 steps. And my charming, obsessive, compulsive way, I counted. And so I thought, well, I could actually use that time to just text just a, a little small go one person and let them know I was thinking about them, ask a question, try to use that. I don't know if that will stick or not, but uh, I love the idea of finding an easy way to build the rhythms of love and connection into my life. Because love is habit for me. Hi, I'm Tim. Thanks for joining us. You mean so much to us as a community, and we hope that this series helps you build some new habits in your life to help you grow spiritually one day at a time. And we want to hear from you throughout this series. If you have questions, you can put them in the comment box wherever you're watching, or you can email us or text us. And at the end of the series, we're going to sit down with John and talk about some of your questions. For more resources, you can visit becomenew.me. And to spread the word, you can hit subscribe, share this video with a friend, or give us a review on podcasts wherever you're listening. We'll see you next time.